0: For everything we're going to talk about? Uh -uh. Okay. Okay. what? Astroglide.com! Excuse me? I googled bunny sex quotes. (laughs) Astroglide.com! I googled bunny sex quotes! (laughs) That's so cute! Um, Okay, so our last fun, sexy Bible time episode was pretty exciting. It was Matthew's birthday, but this one's even more exciting because Matthew's not even here. (laughs) (laughs) Danny Haas is here with me. Mm. Husband and wife duo.
1: Duos. This
0: is going to get exciting. I hope so. We're on the floor of our bedroom where other exciting (laughs) things have happened. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first off, we did a segment in the last episode about poor people dreams. Um, mm. Just things that you wish you could have, but you're poor so you can't have it. And it got a new Patreon supporter. Or
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, shout out to Quiet Supporter on Patreon. Thanks mm. for pitching in to... Unsexy Bible Time and all the endeavors of Matthew Pierce. It's yeah. Good job. So many people listen to this. He always talks about how he has like 14 listeners, but there's actually a pretty good size audience, so I feel like more people need to just bite the bullet on the Patreon. You know. Anyways, so uh, something that I've been wanting to rant about for a while
1: mm. <laughs> here we go
0: is um i figured this would be good for us to do to do together because we're married um is the stupid wedding dates that people pick Mm -hmm. these days so i just want to give all my wisdom 16 years of marriage Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um to the people coming up in life who are going to be getting engaged Getting married. First of all, don't pick a stupid wedding date that's like, I don't stupid. know, Good Friday, Christmas Eve.
1: Do people get married on Good Friday?
0: Yes, Danny. I've heard of like three weddings in the past few years of people getting married on Easter weekend.
1: On purpose?
0: <laughs> yes. Or do they not
1: realize, like I realize, when Easter's coming?
0: No. No. <laughs> Maybe if you spent more time thinking about the true meaning of Easter,
1: pastels and eggs, and
0: <laughs> you don't get the joke because you're not up, you're you're out of date on your fun, sexy Bible time listening.
1: Um, oh,
0: there's a whole story with that. Oh, I'm not even gonna get into it. Anyways, I'm sorry. no, it's fine. Just outed you as an unfaithful listener.
1: I'm just here to cast the checks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so anyways, it's, like, if you're going to invite people to your wedding, they probably don't want to come the around the holidays. But also something that you don't realize when you're young, and I'm just assuming this is mostly a Christian audience, and I actually don't know if Christians still save themselves for marriage. <laughs> is that a thing still? I don't even know. Um, but if you're saving yourself for marriage and you're just so horny and you think you're just going to be having all the sex all the time for the rest of your life, and that's not true. So, (laughs) (laughs) so when you get to, (laughs) when you get to like a certain age and, Number of children, just life has a way of wearing you down. This this is going somewhere. I'm not trying to be depressing, Um, and but there's just certain times where you have guaranteed good sex, right? Like birthdays, birthdays, and birthdays, (laughs) 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 vacations, uh, Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's Day. So you gotta space that out. Right. Through the year, so right? Don't
1: waste a holiday.
0: Don't waste with your wedding day. Exactly. Don't have your I wedding see. anniversary, which is guaranteed good special sex, right around Valentine's Day. That's yeah. just poor planning. So I'm helping you look into the future here. You have to think your
1: sexual future.
0: <laughs> right. So you're still going to have, hopefully, if you're in a good, healthy relationship, you're still going to have good, regular sex, but. The special birthday, Christmas, anniversary, Valentine's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Valentine's. Yeah, we're not really into Valentine's, but some people are really into it. It's expensive. So, what?
1: It's expensive.
0: <laughs> it is. Well, sex is free. Anyways, until it makes kids. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, that is my most sage wisdom that I have about getting married. <laughs>
1: What you could take over a holiday though. What do you mean? Like, instead of having President's Day, you can have your wedding on that day.
0: Uh, Cause President's
1: Day sucks.
0: Yeah, or Columbus Day.
1: Right. We don't need a Columbus Day. Make that your wedding day. Yeah. Because yeah. no one's having special sex on Columbus Day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I would say that some people probably are. Definitely role-playing Columbus Day. Somewhere out there, there's somebody... How does that play out? I don't know. Columbus and the Indians and the...
1: All I know is Ocean Blue something 92.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wow. This is why I'm the teacher in the homeschooling family. Oh, Oh, goodness. Okay, so... (laughs) Mark Driscoll is totally irrelevant now, but that...
1: Really? Completely?
0: I mean, no, he still is a pastor. I just mean he's not really in the Christian... Does he tweet? Yeah, not... He kind of, like, tweets pictures of his own quotes, if that makes sense. Anyways, my point is that it doesn't matter that he's mostly irrelevant. We're still going to... s on him? (laughs) Yeah. So he has this famous... Upper- Can you
1: remind me why we don't like him again? <laughs> <laughs> right? Just because he wears Affliction shirts or something?
0: No. Okay. So we're going to play... Mars Hill, right? We're gonna- yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. We're going to play a game...
1: He hates women. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is? I can't remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. We're going to play a game called... Did Mark Driscoll really say that in a sermon? Oh. So Mark Driscoll has this infamous sermon, sex sermon. Mm. He might have more than one, but this is the one that's the most famous. You can Google it just like Mark Driscoll sex sermon and pull up a pretty, like the whole.
1: Safe search on?
0: Safe search on. (laughs) So I'm going to (laughs) read. I don't do
1: that in my browser history.
0: That's true. I'm gonna read <laughs> quotes <laughs> and you're gonna guess if Mark Driscoll said that. Oh. Okay.
1: I haven't heard the sermon, so.
0: I know. Of course you haven't. And I haven't it? either. I've just read the oh. notes. Um oh. and it's about it's all about sex and Song of Solomon, and it is a lot about blowjobs. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty epic. He like It literally says that he tells a story about a woman that he counseled, whose husband was not a Christian, that that's what she needed to do to bring him to Christ.
1: Oh, I think I remember this. Okay. She was going to save him by saving him? (laughs)
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, you're just going to guess. Just... And Matt, first of all, just before we start, because everybody goes to different types of churches, so just imagine being in our church, Presbyterian, Presbyterian church, and the thought of someone saying stuff like this. This was not like at a retreat or a men's conference. This was in an actual... Was
1: it Columbus Day? Church was service. It, was he, was okay. he having special sex that day at
0: Columbus okay. Day? Stop it. All right. When it comes to breasts, all men are breastmen. Those who say they are not fall into one of two categories, gay men and liars. Did Mark Driscoll really say that? There is
1: no way he said that from a pulpit. Yes, he did. Are you serious? Yes. Are you serious? Oh my
0: gosh. I didn't even put the worst stuff in here.
1: There's worse
0: stuff? Yes, but not everything I'm going to say is Mark Driscoll quote. So you have to guess. That's the game.
1: Okay. Yes, that was. But
0: yes, he actually said that
1: in a sermon. Okay. Can I guess who wouldn't have said it, or who didn't say it? (laughs) Are these actual quotes from other people I would know?
0: Yes, some of them are. Oh, my. Okay, did Mark Driscoll say this in a sermon? Women need a reason to have sex, men just need a place.
1: I mean, after the first one, (laughs) I feel like the sky's the limit for Mark.
0: Do you think he said that in a sermon? Yes. No. He didn't. That's a Billy Crystal quote. <laughs> <laughs> From
1: what? City's liquor?
0: I don't know. What? Don't look at my browser history <laughs> because I literally Googled <laughs> funny, Crystal funny sex that. quotes oh for this segment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think I got some of these on Astro. On
1: uh, what?
0: Astroglide.com.
1: <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs>
0: Google funny sex quotes. <laughs> I Google funny sex quotes. <laughs> That's fucking <what came> up. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. All right, here we go. How many of you women you're making
1: You women.
0: You're making dinner and he just comes right over the shoulder. Ew. What does he do? <laughs> no. Sorry.
1: Finish your quote.
0: What is he doing? He comes up the back. He's like a ninja.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: He's like a ninja. He sneaks up on you quietly. It's biblical. It's biblical. He's talking about breast grabbing.
1: Oh. Um,
0: did Mark Driscoll say that? No. In a sermon? Bill Gaither. <laughs> no. He really did say that. He said that? Yeah, he's. he's that was... During his whole brush spiel,
1: he has like. a brush spiel.
0: Okay, <laughs> here we go. Ninja. <clears throat> Remember, sex is like a Chinese dinner. It ain't over till you both get your cookie. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: like Chris Tucker. Who was that? That's not Mark. There's no way he no, said it was that. No,
0: Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you have to remember this sermon is about Song of Solomon. So, it says, They will say that is it is an allegory between Jesus and his bride, the church, which, if true, is weird, because Jesus is having sex with me and puts his hand up my shirt.
1: Oh, my goodness. He said that, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. Oh, my gosh.
0: Can you imagine?
1: I don't know. Jesus would have, like, no. carpenter hands.
0: <laughs> no, can you imagine? Oh,
1: not actually Jesus? <laughs>
0: You you have to take that out.
1: Jim Caviezel? No.
0: (laughs) Carpenter hands?
1: What's wrong with carpenter hands? They're callous. Okay. Maybe some splinters.
0: Okay. I'll tell you a story I shouldn't tell you. We were in a grocery store recently, and my wife and I were holding hands and just, you know, shopping. I said, why don't you walk ahead of me for a while? She said, what for? I said, I just want to watch your butt for a while. She said, watch my butt? I said, yeah, I like your butt. I like you, and I like walking with you, but i like to watch your butt for a while, at least through the vegetable section. Oh, my I want to watch your gosh. butt. Did he Mark said Driscoll that say around that? cucumbers, too. <laughs> did Mark Driscoll say that in a sermon? Uh, yes. Yes, he did. What? I know. It's amazing, right? It's kind of sad that he's faded. From the public eye. We
1: could have gotten so many more good sermons.
0: Because, I mean, this stuff is gold for fun, sexy Bible time. That's why we're talking about a sermon that's probably seven years old. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Sex is simple. Love is painful.
1: Oh, boy. He didn't say that. That's too (laughs) profound.
0: (laughs) Guess who said that?
1: Uh, I don't know. Someone else from Monsters, Inc.? Wrong Jeremy. <laughs> did you find that one on Astro Glide, too? All or did you go over to KY for that one? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All those quotes came from there. Okay. This is just an Okay, this is not... Uh-huh. This is not Mark Driscoll, but you will never guess who said this. Oh, Love accepted. is an ice cream sundae with all the marvelous coverings. Sex is the cherry on top. Bono. <laughs> Jimmy Dean. <laughs> As in the sausage the man. He knows it. So, going off of saying horrible things, um, this is something that you're actually. Great at. Really bad at. Good at and bad at. And, um, actually when Matthew first talked to me about making this episode, this was like a year and a half ago. He's like, if you ever want to do your own episodes, I'd be totally cool with that. It's been in the and I was like, are you trying to get me to record the most inappropriate <laughs> <blood-section> <laughs> Bible time of all time with Danny? Because... I told him on Wednesday, last Wednesday, he really hasn't mind the depths of your ability to make mm. horrible jokes, and that you're just
1: that's an art.
0: Constantly, I've been
1: refining. It does this not matter all the time.
0: that it's in front of my whole family.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No,
0: it does not matter that it's in front of the kids. No, this morning, so I, I wrote Discord down some examples. Oh,
1: yeah. What did I do this morning?
0: you handed me my coffee uh-huh. and yours was sitting right next to it uh-huh. and jane said mommy why is no daddy why is mommy's coffee um lighter than yours and you said well mommy really likes the cream <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: that's just one example
1: it's just good jokes it's it's over their heads
0: awful it is over their heads so this one, I know you don't remember.
1: Oh, man. We
0: were going- I bet I do. What?
1: I bet I do. Let's do it. Let's hear it.
0: About the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger?
1: Oh, no. No. What did I say about a Junior Bacon <laughs> Cheeseburger? Top tier fast food. <laughs> right we it's almost better going, than chick-fil-a sandwich we were right? going to
0: disney and we went to wendy's first to get dinner because four four. we can feed our whole family of four for six four when you poor for less than 20 dollars at wendy's oh which is gosh. amazing and oh <laughs> so i got a four for four with a what's the one not the junior bacon cheese is it the double the double stack so also mommy did you get a junior bacon cheeseburger too i said no i got a double stack and you said mommy likes extra meat in her mouth (laughs) and they don't get it and that's fine but i just hang my head in the front seat and
1: and laugh now you have to laugh yeah you laugh
0: And then this, (laughs) my parents have. I'm explaining for the listeners, not you. Obviously, you know this. A double oven, and so (laughs) one day, I think it was like Thanksgiving. Which Thanksgiving, wow, is rife for so many jokes.
1: Mm -hmm, Um, They were talking. Stuffing pun is always welcome. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, I know you've made that joke before. (laughs) Um, My parents were talking about the the ovens, the two ovens, and my dad kept calling the bottom oven the downstairs oven. Mm, and you yes. said, now see, what you have to do is you have to turn on her downstairs oven for her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Uh, Your mom uh,
1: just crawling into her skin.
0: Yeah, yeah. me too. So that is, that's the ones I could remember. I need to start writing them down. Really? Be- <laughs> well, we're I mean, it's good content.
1: It is good content for the next one we do in a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> we're not invited back after this.
0: Oh, so I know you're not on Christian Twitter at all. I am all. on
1: Christian Twitter. I follow you and... Matthew. And Perk City.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Richard know. Clark. She, she would consider herself part of Christian Twitter. Wow. but
1: <laughs> that's my extent.
0: Um, there's a show that's on right now on the History Channel. It's like on right now. This is happening right now, called. Do we um, like the History Channel? Hold on, I have to look because now I can't remember. Check out.
1: They probably have a link on Astroglide.com for
0: it. <laughs> it's called um, Jesus: His Life right. on. And so people are hashtagging Jesus oh His Life, but because you can't really different if if people use all lowercase letters, you uh-huh. don't you can't differentiate the words. So I keep reading it like Jesus is. Life.
1: Say wait, say it again. Jesus,
0: Jesus, 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 is, Jesus
1: life. is life.
0: <laughs> Instead of Jesus, His Life.
1: Jesus His Life.
0: Yes, Jesus is life. His Life okay that's good i know i know um quality
1: hashtag to follow what it's probably a quality hashtag to follow
0: <laughs> probably yeah maybe i actually think it's supposed to be a good show oh so uh
1: Is jim caviezel in it oh my gosh i'm sorry
0: <laughs> like a year ago um matthew had an episode with a lady named Kate Watson and they did this segment on fears and it kind of lent itself to funny conversation and serious conversation. And I really liked it. And I was thinking that we could talk about the things that people have said to us that have stuck with us,
1: um, Um. through
0: our whole lives. (laughs) No, but like positive things and negative things and just like the power of people's words. And like, why do the, Why do some things that people say to us, like, just stay with us for years Mm. when people are saying stuff to us all the time about all the things? Right. So.
1: You have a list, don't you?
0: I actually. (laughs) How
1: many of them did I say? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Oh, my.
0: So, like, I'll go first. Okay. With a negative example. Um.
1: Are there many positives?
0: I actually didn't write any down. I'm <laughs> sure there are. But, so, we grew up in youth group together. Sexually. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny. Sorry. That's not true.
1: Definitely not true for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs>
0: okay, so, uh, I was the pastor's daughter mm. of a very large church. Mm. I mean, very large, like. Two thousand members, so the youth group had like three hundred people in it um, also just like most teenagers i didn't really know myself i was I was a pastor's daughter of a big church and kind of thought that I was supposed to be a certain way and act a certain way so i mm-hmm. i didn't know anything about introversion and like how to take care of myself in that way. <clears throat> So my memories of youth group actually are not very fond because I just remember feeling overwhelmed a lot, but not, I didn't, I didn't know how to deal with that. Um, So in my early 20s, I was with some people and a lady said to me, "Uh, people like you are the reason my daughter stopped going to youth group. Mm. (laughs) and I really have no idea what she's talking, what she was talking about, what she meant by people like you. I have to, like, I, I think that we should absolutely hold teenagers responsible for their behavior in the moment. So, like, the stuff that happened a few months ago with those kids and the Native American and their just their bad behavior Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. say, like, oh, they're just kids. Like, I think we should hold teenagers responsible for their behavior in the moment. If teenagers are being shitty, then that should be brought to light and they, like, it can be addressed. But to say to somebody in their 20s, like, well, the way that you were when you were 16 is the reason for this, this, or that. It's like how do what do you do with that? How do you go back? Like how how do you even say I'm like I'm sorry for being an overwhelmed teenager who came across as stuck up because I was so overwhelmed with my life, or I don't know.
1: See now you're just making excuses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just I've always thought about it because I. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know how to remedy that. I don't think there's a way to remedy it. I don't feel like I was mean to people. So I don't really actually know what I did wrong. Hmm. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, for sure. So that's one.
1: That's a good one. I can't top that.
0: Okay. Well, tell me yours.
1: (laughs) Um, A bad one. A bad one.
0: Don't say names, though.
1: I don't have names, because I don't know the person that said
0: it. Okay, but we talked about another one, about somebody's sister.
1: Oh, the sister one. Well, yeah, I can start with that one. Someone's sister. Well, I don't know what we were doing. This was
0: also, like, teenage years. Yeah, this
1: was teenage years, and we were at their house. I don't know what we were doing. Just being teenagers, probably, I don't know. Who knows?
0: Okay.
1: Not drinking alcohol.
0: <laughs> not cussing.
1: Not cussing. Lord <laughs> knows. Uh, <laughs> um, she made it. I, I don't know why she made it a point to tell me this. Maybe we were playing pool. I don't know. She came to me and was like, you know you're not that hot, right? <laughs> and I don't even remember how I reacted but she kind of just walked away. Yeah. Like she had to make this point to me.
0: Uh-huh. I don't know why. I don't either. I it's... didn't... <laughs> I don't know. So basically the point of this whole segment is that being a teenager is awful. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Go to the next one.
1: Um, the one that I was thinking of was, and we had talked about it, was my first art show... Yeah. First time hanging an art on the wall of a place. Right. Which is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Where, you know, and the theme was Star Wars, so of course I was, yeah, you know, nerd boner. (laughs) So we get there and we find the piece on the wall to see it and be like, hey, there's my piece on the wall. This Mm -hmm. is cool. First Mm -hmm. time. As we're looking at it, uh, two guys, who I'm sure are the worst people in the world still, and I'm <laughs> not wishing that they had gotten a car wreck and died.
0: You're not bitter about not this. Not
1: bitter at all. They probably hate Ray. <laughs> and any female install Anyway, uh, <clears throat> they stood there, looked at my piece, and said... Wow, I could have done this in 30 minutes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it felt good because yeah. I spent hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Of course you did. Yeah. You always spend hours on your work. I mean, on the
1: stuff I'll never like forget that. it, though. I mean, the first art show, I had people S on my art right next to me. Yeah. Just a good reminder that people are shitty.
0: Especially about art.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Snobs. Oh, the worst. I mean, we're kind of art snobs, but...
1: We just know what we like.
0: Yes. We I don't
1: hate everything.
0: Right. Right. Um, it's
1: just not my style.
0: Yeah, sitting with you at your tables at conventions oh is always, goodness. like, such an eye-opening experience. There's, like... <laughs> very specific kinds of people you have people come up and like gush praise to the point that you're like are we uh, being genuine yeah and then you have people who come up and just don't talk to you right just cr- they it's very obvious they're critically yeah looking at everything and then walk away
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah <laughs> and it's just oh it okay.
1: is fascinating it's a good thing i'm an extrovert though yeah i don't think i could take it anymore After this long,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, people can be. And then there's people who come up and they are like really quiet and they're flipping through the books and then they're like, okay, and they buy like 10 pieces. (laughs) Like, oh, they're just being quiet because, yeah, the quiet shopper, contemplative. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so how about a good one?
1: I don't have any good ones. Yes, you do. Come oh on. my gosh. Um
0: It's gotta be related to your art.
1: No. Maybe.
0: Is it me, something I said to you?
1: Um, probably not. <laughs> do you have
0: one? Go. I'm I'm still thinking
1: of a good one. You go if you have okay. it, Dork.
0: So this is <laughs> this is one I could think of because I just you used to have a blog.
1: <laughs> I had a blog.
0: Yeah, it went back when we lived on Loring. Oh my god, blog,
1: blogger! <laughs> so was it blogger then or Blogspot?
0: I don't know. This was two kids ago, and you. Well, I had a
1: kid. I had a blog when we had a kids. Yeah. Really.
0: Anyways, it's gone now. Don't go looking for it.
1: Oh, you I'm wrote this to post, you
0: were just all up in your feelings one day, oh my goodness. and you wrote this post about me, and yikes, uh, you referenced the Sarah Grove song, um loving a person, right, which is just uh-huh everything the best song right, and you taught- you just said some nice things about me, but then you put this line in there, oh goodness, you said. <laughs> You said, don't let her fool you. She's perfect. And it obviously, you do not think I'm perfect. Oh,
1: God. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it was just this, like, for all the Uh self-deprecating, like, I just love her. Like, Mm. we're just made for each other. Like, that was the point of what you said. Yeah. Yeah. and so, I just, I loved that. Mm-hmm. And now it's lost, because...
1: Well, now we recorded it forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah. So, I always remembered that, and just, sweet. Oh. You're not really the romantic... I'm not a romantic person. <laughs> the romantic, flowery words. Like... Yeah. Which is fine.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I'm not.
0: Because I feel you, like I was
1: forced to be when I was younger. So it
0: it's not that. Oh, it's that we don't know how to express ourselves yet when we're young and we just go off of what we think we're supposed to do. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: So like you think you're supposed to buy flowers and um, all these things, but like, do I want flowers? No, I don't. Expensive. I want coffee every morning. Oh,
1: my goodness. Which is what
0: you do. So it's yeah. like you, we, you know, being together for so long, like. So long. <laughs> so long. Like, you express your love in meaningful ways that are meaningful to me, that have nothing to do with anyone else's expectations. Mm. So that's why. It
1: Extra looks, cream.
0: It, <laughs> It looks different than it did. <laughs> and I another really loving thing you do oh this my is getting super goodness. mushy.
1: <laughs> what is happening? You
0: just listen to all my nonsense.
1: I don't mind. When it. I
0: just get mad at everything, I know you don't mind it. Okay, did you think of a positive no. thing with it? Oh come on. What about your conversation with Dave Filoni?
1: Who oh I don't I can't that was a blur. I have one of my dad when we were playing baseball. Okay. And it was one of those, like, (laughs) one of those TV movie moments where it was, I was up to bat. I was young. I had to have been nine, maybe.
0: Okay.
1: And I could have hit the winning run home, but I struck out. Okay. And I don't know if I was going to cry. Mm hmm. But I remember turning around and my dad already being at me. And being,
0: you mean like you were turned around and your dad was there? Because he was
1: third base coach.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So I remember striking out and he was already to me. I don't know if he was... He wasn't ready to comfort me. mm mm-hmm. Because he's not that kind of person. Yeah. But I think he didn't want me to react. Uh-huh. And... Um, I, I think I was tearing up cause I knew we'd, I just lost the game for uh-huh. everybody, <laughs> the world. <laughs> it was the, that's what the it world. feels like yeah. when you're oh, nine. Yeah. And I remember him saying, what did you lose? Mm-hmm. And I said the game, he's like, no, what did you lose? And I said, he's like, nothing. Oh. We play a game next Saturday and you can do it again.
0: Oh, that's so good. And
1: I remember that. Bill
0: Haas for the win. Right?
1: And I remember that because he's like, no, what did you lose? And Uh I was like, I lost nothing. I struck out of the plate.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: It's Little League Baseball.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I don't think I ever reacted to striking out again. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Wow. How many Little League Baseball (laughs) games (laughs) do you think I watched of yours? Of mine? Yeah.
1: Well, let's see. Thirteen and twelve. You yeah. probably started coming when you were thirteen. Yeah. So it would be fall ball, spring ball, summer ball. <laughs> <laughs> All the baseball that I played. And then that would be seventh grade through my senior year in high school is when I stopped playing baseball. So five
0: years of baseball seasons.
1: Mm-hmm. Every Saturday. And, <laughs>
0: and that I'm doesn't fair. count
1: that doesn't count high school ball when we traveled every week.
0: And church softball,
1: high school was school ball, and then we had fall ball with league ball, little league, <laughs> and then I had travel league in the Feel summer. Like I'm saying
0: ball a lot, babe. Well,
1: that's where <laughs> George gets it.
0: Oh man, I can't wait for that.
1: So I don't know if I can be a what? I don't know if I can be a sports parent.
0: You don't have a choice.
1: I know. I can't be those parents though.
0: You're not going to be a bad sports parent.
1: I just want to sit with them. That's the thing the sport other sports parents
0: you don't want to
1: yeah i can't take other parents
0: oh oh yeah they're the worst
1: they're the absolute worst yeah remember when i coached soccer at the y <laughs> and it was like they were like
0: 3 years right? old
1: but the parents acted like they were mls champions <laughs> <laughs> like i was coaching messi out there <laughs>
0: Yes. And
1: I was just like, guys, they're gonna run the wrong way. Yeah. That is soccer. They're just chasing they're, they're a ball three and around. Four. The- right. Yeah. And at that age the parents were the worst.
0: It's pretty crazy. I I, I don't get it. I like, I really I don't get it.
1: They looked at me like I was supposed to be coaching them.
0: <laughs> I'm just making
1: sure they stay in the square box we made for them on a field. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to make sure.
0: Oh man. That's good. I'm trying to think of other positive things people have said to me that have stuck with me. Oh, man. I wish those... It's crazy how the... I'm just
1: not willing to dig deep.
0: (laughs) It's crazy, though, how the negative sticks with you more than the positive. What is that? Our inner critic. Uh. Okay, so I wanted to tell the story at the beginning, but I forgot. Oh, my. This this story is for Matthew's sake. My encounter with a real-life homeschool sex machine in real life. I Disney. told you. <laughs> the story. Right. So I went to pick Darcy up from school. Um, and because we homeschool, but our kids go to class one day a week. So I went to pick her up. She's nine. So the kids in her class are like nine and ten. And you can, you know, we're not really around a lot of boys yet because we have three girls and then George is two and a half. But, like, you can tell a difference in the, like, fourth grade boys and the sixth grade boys. It's just, like, that's that big jump,
1: Uh you know. But uh Darcy's
0: in fourth grade. So, like, these are little. They're just still really little. Uh Uh-huh. And um, they still got the high voices. Yeah. So I go to walk in her class, and there's this little boy, and he wanted to tell me all about his project Uh that they had had. They turned in that day. So he's telling me about his project, and he's going on and on this and is
1: definitely a homeschooler project.
0: The whole time he was staring at my boobs.
1: Mm, <laughs> Just my man.
0: <laughs> the whole time. This kid's nine or ten, and I don't own any slutty clothes. So I was probably in a t-shirt. And until um,
1: that order from Astroglide comes in, <laughs> 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 whatever you stayed on the site shopping for.
0: Uh, <laughs> just stared at my boobs the whole time and i was like oh here he is he's about to make the jump the future generation homeschool Mm -hmm. (laughs) sex Mm -hmm. machine so if, if you're listening and you have not read homeschool sex machine it is matthew pierce's first memoir you can get it on amazon and it takes about 45 minutes to read and it's hilarious just chronicling his first Uh, I guess I I think it goes through high school, and then JV Superstar is college, and it's just so good. It just gives you so much insight into him. (laughs) Anyways,
1: you know what's funny? is I remember, not my first boobs, (laughs) (laughs) but I remember. Here we go. I remember when I realized that they were a thing.
0: Okay. How old were you? Uh
1: were you in,
0: elemen- were you in elementary school?
1: It was ninety. Nineteen right?
0: ninety? Yes. So you were eight.
1: Right? Eight ninety ninety one. Whenever the Rocketeer came out. Oh uh. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Because we saw it.
0: Oh okay. This is really okay, now the puzzle pieces uh-huh. are coming together. And there's
1: a scene. Yeah. Or Jennifer Connolly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In that white silk dress. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, oh, those are boobs.
0: That's so great. That's not
1: the reason why I love the Rocketeer still.
0: Oh, uh uh-huh. But
1: I remember.
0: That's so good.
1: I remember my first pair.
0: (laughs) Just to clarify, the Rocketeer has no nudity.
1: No. I mean, for a nine-year-old boy, yeah, that well was be. as nude as it gets.
0: <laughs> Does she later change to like a nightgown or something?
1: That's, uh, I don't know, let's watch it I later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I took you to see that in the theater. I know. For a present. That's the stuff. They brought it back. Yeah. 20th anniversary. Oh, that was a good, that was a good present. Yeah. You're making dinner and he just comes right over the shoulder. What does he do? No. Sorry.